Have you ever thought about what it is to be a man? Are you tired of being pushed around by everyone, especially women? Are you tired of not standing up for what you truly believe? Are you tired of living life on autopilot with no fire or passion? Do you want to learn what it takes to be a real man? Do you want to learn how to have healthy relationships and attract the woman you want? Do you want to learn how to stand up for what you believe and stop living life on your knees? Do you want to learn how to ignite your life with passion and purpose? Come with me on this journey from emasculation to initiation as we fight back together against this mandemic. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. It's time to build strong men again. Welcome to the Mandemic Show. I want to start out this episode by saying you can never solve a problem that you do not take ownership of. The opposite of owner mentality is victim mentality. And too many of us men get stuck in this victim trap because our society allows for such weakness to persist. And victims, if you notice, get extra attention. They love attention deep down. And see, I was the king of this, you know, because I didn't talk and I didn't really know how to express myself. And I had terrible anxiety and insecurity. So I was stuck in my head, just thinking all day, every day. And a lot of those thoughts would uh, persist with, you know, just having a pity party and thinking that, you know, I just, I don't have what I need in life to succeed. And, you know, I, I can't talk. So how can I even do anything productive? And it was just this woe is me. Like, I'm never good enough. I'm never going to be good enough. You know, let me get sympathy from other people to make myself feel better. And it's just, you're playing victim. It, it, I was just playing victim all day, every day. And it was the only form of like validation for me or feeling better inside of my head because... I didn't feel like I was a man at all. I didn't even know what being a man is. I still don't, if I'm being completely honest to this day, which is why I'm starting this show. And, you know, I, I have to be honest. Like, people who listen to me, you know, talk, and, and especially on this podcast, I don't claim to be a strong man. I just want to make myself clear here. I am not claiming to be the strongest of men, and I'm so masculine, you know, I'm such a leader, I'm an alpha male. No, I'm not, actually. I'm in the pursuit of that. And I'm literally doing this show is a huge leap of faith for me. This is stuff that I don't do. Like, I, I'm actually terrified of. And I don't enjoy putting myself out there. And yes, I want to help people. That is like a big goal of mine and what God has called me to. But I also have a lot of fears and a lot of past emotional uh, trauma that has prevented me from doing things like this. And so I just want to make myself clear here. The reason why I wanted to start with that 
you can never solve a problem that you do not take ownership of is I'm taking ownership of the weakness that I have lived in inside of my mind for all my life. I'm owning that. Okay. That's a big reason why I felt led to start this podcast. I really have no idea what I'm doing, what I'm really talking about. I'm just bringing things to the light. I'm I'm bringing things that I have literally failed at and suffered with in hopes that it can prevent somebody else from going through the same crap because I I've I I've really dropped the ball. And again, I'm I say this not to put myself down. I say this to take ownership and to be real, to be a realist. Like, no, this is what happened in my life. These are the choices that I made or the choices that I didn't even make that led to where I'm at. I'm taking ownership and I'm not accepting and tolerating the weakness inside of me anymore. So you may still hear moments of me stumbling through conversations or uh, fumbling through my words at times. That's just a lot of the old me that's still in there, all right? And I have to be clear on this. This I, I'm not somebody who is claiming to be, uh, you know, top five podcasts worldwide, nor do I really feel like I'm ever going to be that. If I am, cool. I mean, that that's really not a goal of mine. My, the goal for me here is, again, practice for myself for speech. That's That's a huge goal for me, a personal goal is to literally practice my speech so that I can get better at speaking into a microphone or in front of people, public speaking, whatever it is. I need to get better at speaking because I, I haven't in <laughs> my whole life. So that's a big goal of mine here. And again, another reason is I'm hoping that something that I share can help another man who has similar issues as what I had. I believe that hope stands for hearing other people's experiences. That's what I believe hope is. And and if I can spark that little bit of hope inside of somebody, then then it's all worth it. It's all worth it for me. I, I just wanted to kind of clear the air with that. If for those who don't really know who I am or, you know, you do know me, but you're not really sure why I started this or what I'm actually going to be talking about. Again, I, I'm literally taking it one episode at a time. And what I feel comes to me is is what I'm going to share. I've been really stumbling to get this last this episode out um, and recorded because I I just feel like I want to make it a certain way. And then I'm just like, you know what? Just get on and talk. And whatever comes to you, comes to you. If it benefits someone, great. If it doesn't, then at least it's benefiting myself because I'm getting practice reps in for speaking into a microphone. You understand? So where to go from here, right? So the last episode, I know we talked about what makes you come alive as a man, right? And initiation and and why initiation is important for men and why most of us as as boys growing up, you know, when we hit puberty and those are all the physical signs of like initiation, right, into like manhood, like our body starts to change. We get pubic hair, we get armpit hair, we get facial hair, our voice deepens, you know what I mean? So there's these physical changes that we go through 
but it's like it's it's almost like yeah, that's it. Like there, there's nothing else that's needed. When in all reality, we get later on in life and we're like thinking to ourselves, like, man, I I've I've never even been in a fight, or I like like honestly, like myself speaking here, I like I legitimately have never been in a fight. I mean, yeah, I've I've wrestled around with friends and and have gotten you know pissed off at friends at times, and we've you know wrestled it out, but like never actually been in a fist fight and you know i was reading like in this book that i was reading about being a man being manly and you know how do you even know yourself if you've never been in a fight and it like it struck me because i'm like reading that and asking myself that question like nick you've never even been in a fight dude like how do you how do you even know and so i'm not saying like i'm gonna go pick a fight you know just to pick a fight so i can say that i've been in a fight now that's not what i'm saying but it, it just it, it posed a good question for me, you know, because it, there's a lot of things that we need as young boys to be tested so that we are kind of initiated into being a man and, and even knowing what that is. You know what I mean? I know that myself personally, I have tested myself in physical fitness and I've shared that in the last uh, few episodes you know, already about some of the crazy stuff that I've done, the Jacob's Ladder Mount Everest challenge. And I've done a burpee mile two different times, you know, where it's literally burpee broad jumps for four laps around a track. Um, I've done a mile of tire flips, right? I've done a 9-11 challenge where you wear firefighter gear and you climb on a Stairmaster machine for the distance of what the uh, Twin Towers would have been. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've done all kinds of stuff, Spartan races, Tough Mudders, rugged maniacs, half marathon, like a ton of different stuff. And so I don't say this again because of pride. I say it because I've literally put myself in these situations on purpose because it was the only thing I knew at the time of like a sort of initiation or like putting myself through a test, a physical test, like a gauntlet that I'm going to come out stronger and so every one of these physical challenges that I would do for myself, I felt like I was becoming stronger. Like I literally, I leveled up and I got a new sense of strength that I didn't have before. And, and that's all I knew. And so now I'm kind of like trying to connect some dots and just be like, well, what else do I need to do, you know, to continue this initiation process? Like, does it continue? You know what I mean? And, and I believe it should. I believe it, it should be like an ongoing thing because, you know, every so many years, I mean, we're, we're changing. Our lives are changing. Our environment changes. The people that are in our lives are different. It requires something different and new challenges, right? If we want to keep growing, we have to continue to be challenged. If we're, it's kind of like working out. Like if you, if you stay at the same weight on bench press, for a year like literally you're doing the exact same weight for the exact same reps every time you walk into the gym on the bench what's going to happen well you're going to plateau and you're going to stay the exact same weight because you're not putting your muscles underneath a new stimulus underneath a new load right so you have to slowly and gradually increase that load over time it's progressive overload uh is the principle and that's how you become stronger that's how you make a muscle stronger and then eventually it becomes bigger right and so if we can apply that to manhood, 
right? And being initiated into manhood and that continual process, it's okay, well, I've been through these challenges already in my life. What else do I need to be tested on, right? Like I know for me, it's embracing this new realm of speaking out and using my voice, literally using the number one tool that is the weakest part of my body. You know what I mean? Like I I can't think of anything that's weaker on my body than my mouth, than my speech. And so I'm, I'm now trying to run at that weakness, embrace faith over fear. I'm trying to practice faith over fear. Every time I choose faith, I know I'm getting stronger. I know it's the right thing, even if what I'm saying is completely, you know, stupid or it doesn't make any sense. At least I'm in the arena. And I want to read a quote that really struck me. And I believe it's, um, I believe it's Teddy Roosevelt that said this. Teddy Roosevelt, he said, It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, and comes up short again and again because there is no effort without error or shortcoming, but who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. Wow. I really want you to let that quote sink in. It is not the critic who counts. It's the man who is actually in the arena. Doesn't matter how strong he is in that arena, at least he's fighting. At least he has a willingness to step in front of his enemies and face his fears and insecurities and all the crap that is inside of his head. At least he is running at it and saying, I'm here. I'm here. And I will fight with whatever I have in me. I don't care if I lose. I don't care if I die. But I'm here. I'm in the arena and I'm not running away anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's not the critic who counts. Pointing out everybody else's flaws. You know, laughing at the guy who's stumbling and fumbling through his words who can't talk or who can't write or who can't play good at sports or whatever it is. At least they're trying. At least they're trying. They're giving effort. I would rather take somebody that's doing that over someone who's got all this talent, claims to know all these things and have all this knowledge and be the best, I would pick the one who is not that good, not that talented, who's weaker, but at least he has enough will and strength to be in that arena and to fight, regardless of where he's at or what he's doing. I would rather take that person. I'd rather have them on my team. It's not the critic who counts. And especially for us as men, how weak it is to point out other, other people's flaws. It is weak to point the finger and, and 
blame everybody else for your problems and never own anything. Again, you can never solve a problem that you do not take ownership of. This is core, I believe, to a man, a man's soul that we need to take ownership. Even if we're wrong, whether we're wrong or whether we're right. If we're right and we still suffer for doing the right thing, we still need to take ownership. We need to stand for what we believe is right. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm starting to practice. I believe that if you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. And that's been me. No more am I going to stand for nothing and fall for anything and just be a victim to the system. No. No, not anymore. Not anymore. And so I'm I'm on the pursuit of becoming more of a man myself. And whoever wants to hop on that train with me, great. If you don't, don't. Then then this podcast, this show is probably not for you. It, it's it's probably best to just tune me out and and just go about your day because that's what this uh, that's what this show is about. It's it's about building masculinity. It's about pointing out the problems in our culture that are going on right now. That's why I call this show the Mandemic Show. That's why that word came to me because I didn't know what I was getting into. I just knew I needed to become more of a man. I needed to be initiated into manhood and and be tested in in areas that I've run away from. And I I knew that there were going to be other men that need to hear this, that that need to get in the arena and get off the sidelines, get into the game. We've laid down our weapons as men. We've laid down certain duties and responsibilities because we were just told that we need to grow up and and just live for the weekends, you know, work during the week and, and have fun on the weekends, you know, and that's it. That's life. Like, think about that. I mean, that... That's the reality for like 90% of people. If we're just living for the weekend, that's a problem. That's a big problem. Because how many other days are we missing out on? How many other days are we not playing the man? That we're just setting aside those things because we just get caught in this routine. And we're not being tested. We're not growing. We're just staying the same. Or we're going backwards. So I guess this is a rant type of episode. I, I Again, I didn't really have a, a certain agenda. I mean, I, I know I wanted to talk about, you know, the beauty to love and the different desires of a man's heart. And I guess maybe I can go into that a little bit just to close this out. Because for men to have a battle to fight, that that's essential for us as men, I believe. If we don't have something that we're fighting for, that we're standing up for, that we're literally like we're scratching and clawing to fight for this thing or this person. When we have that as a man, it keeps us alive. It makes us come alive. It gives us something to live for and and even potentially die for, right? Like we, we have this boldness and this courage that it, it doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm going after this thing because I'm fighting for it. And if I fail, I fail and I fall on my face. But at least, damn it, I fought for it, right? Going back to that quote, at least I'm in the arena. You know what I'm saying? We need to get into the arena. We need to start there. Get off the sidelines and step into the game. And come what may, we'll deal with the obstacles as they come. 
but we have to be moving our feet. We have to get in the game. But the beauty to love, we have to have someone to fight for, right? Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your wife, girlfriend. Maybe it's your family, kids. Maybe you're fighting in a war. Maybe maybe you're in the military and you're listening to me and, and you know, you're overseas on a mission or whatever whatever it is. You have that fight, but who are you fighting for? The beauty to love. The woman is a big part of a man's heart. The romance, right? That it's not so much like what's in front of us that we're fighting against, but it's because of who's behind us that's why we're fighting, right? So imagine your wife and your kids that are standing behind you and there is a burglar coming into your home trying to break in. And you grab your gun and you're willing to put your life on the line. Whoever's trying to break in, like you're, you're stepping into the wrong house because you're going down. If you're trying to take me and my family out, no, it ain't happening. I love those people behind me more than my own life. And I'm willing to put myself in harm's way to take you down because you are not coming against them. This willingness to sacrifice. I mean, that that is like the ultimate love, right? I believe we even read that in the Bible. I think there's a verse that says, There is no greater love than this, than for a man to lay down his life for his friends, for his family, for his children. Laying the life down. How many of us are, are laying our lives down? Is there a experience? Is there a scenario that you recall where you actually had to put yourself in harm's way for the benefit of somebody else. And if that happened, how did it make you feel that you actually sacrificed and stood up for somebody else? How did it make you feel and how did it make them feel? See, women, I've I found, like, they, they love this. I've never stood up for, for women before in my life. But as I'm, again, pursuing this path gaining more strength and wanting to step into the arena and to fight, right? Even when I don't want to, to speak out on things that I know are controversial, that people are going to attack me for, am I willing to fight? It's not enough though, just to fight, just to pick a fight, to prove that you're right. A lot of us just pick fights to prove that we're right. And we puff ourselves up because, oh, we know, we know everything, right? We know it all. Are we stepping into fights because there is a specific someone that we love so much or a specific group of people that we care about so much? This is something to think about as we go about our days. What battle do I have to fight? And who am I fighting for? What is the cause or the mission of why I'm in this fight anyway? I believe it's not good to just pick fights, and it's also not good to just avoid any fight like I used to do. There's two extremes, and we need balance. We need to know when to fight and when to flee. There's pros and cons to both. But I believe what's most important is knowing the reason why you're fighting if you do choose to step into a fight, whether it be somebody else or fighting against a an organization or you know, a whatever it is, legislation that, you know, you don't agree with and you're wanting to 
speak out, whatever it is, why? Why are you doing it? And who is it going to benefit by you standing up and fighting as a man? Something to think about. But I'll end this episode with how I started it and bring it back to you can never solve a problem that you do not take ownership of. If you think that you got it all figured out and you're a man's man and you're an alpha and you're a leader and you're a protector, provider, and and you're supporting your wife and you're you're fighting for her, right? And you're the leader of the house. You're not letting her make all the decisions of where you're going out to eat or where you're going on vacation or whatever it is. If you've got that all figured out, then kudos to you. I applaud you. I admire you. This may not be the show for you because me as your host, Nikki Night Night, I am on the pursuit of that journey. So I am very far behind at this point, but I will fight to become stronger and stronger in mind, body, and spirit and what that means as a man. I will continue to work on those areas and run at my fears and stay in the arena. And if you're willing to join me in that and to learn more, then stay with me. Stay with me. If you have questions, let me know. If you have feedback, let me know. I am literally just trying to be molded and shaped myself as I come on here and do these episodes. This is probably more for me than it is for any of you who are listening. I'm really the one that needs to hear this information. You know what I'm saying? This is really just practice for myself. But hopefully all you other guys out there are getting something from it, taking something away. Hopefully uh, some wisdom or some ideas. Maybe it'll just spark a thought that maybe you've never thought about before as a man. And it could be something that, you know, sets you on a path where you're growing and you're getting stronger. But I know that as men, we need to be tested. We need to be tested as men. We need to put ourselves through the gauntlet, whatever that looks like for you. We all need that battle to fight. We all need someone to fight for. I would just encourage you to look at yourself and see where you need to be tested. What are the weakest areas of your life? And I would just try to run at them, get into the arena, run at them, and fight. Fight even if you have no clue what you're doing. Keep fighting. This is the pandemic that we live in right now. It's time to build immunity. It's time to go from emasculation to initiation. And most of all, it's time to make men strong again. (laughs) 